This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael in the studio. Michael, we've got a question today that I really think goes to the core of the gospel. And the question is, why did Jesus need to rise if his death paid for our sins? What do you say? So there's two reasons, big picture, why Jesus had to rise from the dead. There is first, what it proves, and second, what it accomplishes. So first is what it proves, Mm -hmm. which is that if he just died and stayed in the ground, then he would just be like any other dead guy. What sets him fundamentally apart? Because Christians claim that through his death on that cross, that God poured out the wrath of his sins on Jesus's body, soul, and emotion. And part of that is is that he could not have just been any other human. He had to have been fully God. Therefore, the payment would not have made any sense Uh, for God, sinless, flawless, perfect to die. uh, And then also to die at the hands of God, the son, God, the father. Um, This is a whole different category of death and spiritual death and punishment than just a regular human dying. So we need to know there's something fundamentally different about his death than any other death. Right. Like somebody could go around human death. Yeah. Somebody could just go around and claim I died for your sins. Well, that means nothing. Like how do Mm -hmm. I know that, that God, counted this death as more unique than other deaths. And so that God raised Jesus to demonstrate, to prove, to authenticate, to say, yes, this is an acceptable death in behalf of other people. This death is unique and distinct amongst all other deaths. And so that would be number one is just just to say that the claims about Jesus were authenticated, proved by God to be legit and real because of the resurrection. So God made a declaration to the world through the, re- to, through the resurrection that I accept this sacrifice. This is not a normal person. This is fully God, fully man. And uh, that would be number one, that there is a proof of what happened. Uh, number two would be what it accomplished. And so the resurrection um, would be, um, I would call it like this. There's the election of a president and the inauguration of a president. Yes. And the election, right? Uh, gives you a necessary conclusion. Like when Jesus died, the father knew in three days he was going to raise him from the dead. There was going to be an inaugurating event. Mm -hmm. And once the inauguration happens, this is where victory is proclaimed. Um, So Donald Trump gets elected in November and then he gets um, inaugurated in January. And now that he's inaugurated, he's officially in the position as leader of the free world. And so what happens with Jesus is that, I'm not trying to make a Jesus to honk. It's just in the same way that Jesus became victorious and that God put him in charge if you will, officially, publicly of the church. Uh, the resurrection also um, appears to be um, a time when uh, when his victory over um, Satan was declared. So like on the election, Donald Trump was like, bam, beat you, Hillary. But in the inauguration, it was a special mm-hmm. public applause. There was a public victory, a celebration. With and it was people. a double humiliation for the people who did support Hillary mm-hmm. and who didn't support Donald. And so anyways, that's kind of the idea here is that there's what it proves, which is that Jesus is who he says he is. And there's what it accomplishes, which is the inauguration of his role over, over the church publicly, victoriously. Uh, now, was Jesus always in charge to one degree? Yes. But mm-hmm. this is more of a, a public moment in history and space and time where Jesus declares his victory. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we have to be clear, especially as evangelical Christians, is that we are often, and, and I don't mean you and I, but as a whole, evangelical Christians are guilty of saying, Jesus died for your sins, except Jesus's death on the cross for your sins. This is the gospel. Well, that 
that is a part, part of the of gospel. It, yeah. That is not the whole gospel. Uh, I, I love what Paul said in, in 1 Corinthians 15. He says, For I deliver to you as of first importance what I also received. And this is what he received, that Jesus, that Christ died for our sins in accordance to the scriptures. That's the first part. Yep. But the second part was that he was buried. And the third part was that he was raised on the third day according to the scriptures. The resurrection is something that Jesus spoke of several places in his life. And he said, I will give my life, but I will rise again. He promised this. He made it clear that his death was not going to be final, that his resurrection was going to validate his victory in, in sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Without that resurrection, the validation of what he did on the cross is insignificant. Yep. And the promise of his resurrection had to be fulfilled because God is a promise-filling or fulfilling God. Mm. He has to fulfill what he promises he's going to do. I also love what Paul said that, hey, if the resurrection in that same chapter, if the resurrection is not true, then we of all people are most miserable. Yep. Why are we preaching a gospel about a dead Savior? We would be we would be miserable. He can save you, but he can't save himself. Yeah, exactly. That's the beauty of Christianity is that we are the only religion in the world that has a resurrected leader. Yep. What's really important is you cannot be— a true Christian and believe in a metaphorical or mythological resurrection. It's got to be physical. It's got to be a physical bodily resurrection. Um, multiple times in scripture, it addresses that those who save must believe not in a, in a physical resurrection. It's just an absolute must necessity. The more liberal Christians who want to say, no, Jesus died as a model and that's it. No, he was a model as he was dying, but he didn't from eternity past say, I'm going to die to show them how to live. No, from eternity past, that, that's a benefit of why I died, but I'm going to die to pay the price of humanity's sin so they can be reconciled to God. So you got to believe in the resurrection. It's a physical, literal, historical event in time and history. It's a non-negotiable aspect. And if people have a hard time with the miraculous, well, then you're going to have a hard time with God in yeah, general. Yeah, because that's Or the what very fact that you exist as a human because nothing should be existing without some kind of sentient conscious uh, intervention so anyways that's so death is important resurrection though validates what he did on the cross okay all right listeners thanks for joining us today please come back next time when we answer a question that says is the easter greeting he is risen he is risen indeed scriptural Mm -hmm.